Welcome to Saving You is Killing Me, Loving Someone with an Addiction podcast. Loving someone with an addiction is a life of chaos. This podcast is to help you take back your power and build strength, hope, and restore peace in your life. We use the science and art of positive psychology, professionals in their field, along with personal stories of hope, resilience, and strength. We hope you can discover how the courage to focus on you can help put your life back together. When you are in a place of exhaustion, hopelessness, and emptiness, we are a community that knows all too well the turmoil that comes from loving someone with an addiction. We are here to help you compassionately struggle well. Hey there, you're listening to the Saving You Is Killing Me podcast hosted by me, Andrea Seidel. I'm the author and founder of Saving You Is Killing Me, Loving Someone With An Addiction. This podcast is for you if you're ready to find a way to struggle well, take back your power, and live life happier while you're navigating loving or losing someone to addiction. I wholeheartedly believe that when you love someone with an addiction, your life gets damaged in some way. Since we can't control someone else's addiction, but we are greatly affected by it, the number one thing you can do is take back your power and focus on you. I believe happiness, joy, and well-being is available to anyone. So the thoughts and perspectives I share here on the show are my own and those of the guests on the show. If you ever hear anything that feels harmful or triggering, I'm pre-apologizing and I'm open to being better and value any feedback and the permission to be human. That said, always take what you love, what feels good and leave the rest The conversations and tools I'll share here will give you everything you need to figure out exactly how to navigate addiction, put yourself first, and how to build resilience for your well-being in a way that feels really, really good. I use these tools to take back the power in my life to build my strength back up and restore peace. And I teach my clients how to create their own version of a life where they can tap into their power and restore their happiness. My goal is so that you don't feel alone and that you feel supported. I am here for you. Sending hugs. Hey there, Andrea Seidel here. I hope you're doing as good as can be. I know it is so challenging loving someone with an addiction, and that is why I created this podcast. It is so that you do not feel alone in this. It is all about focusing on you so you can help put your life back together because I know firsthand that your life can get quite damaged and derailed when uh, you love someone with an addiction. It's so challenging, and I just want you to know that I I'm here for you. This is why I show up every week because I don't want you to struggle. I want you to struggle well. Let's face it, there is going to be struggle when you love someone with an addiction. Now, this podcast is for you if you're in the muck of loving someone with an addiction or if you're actually trying to just focus on you and take your strength back and regain your life and, you know, plug the the seal of the, of the broken heart, like fill it with gold, like of all the fragmented pieces, because I want you to feel whole. I want you to... Oh, just do whatever you can do to help put your life back together because I know that addiction is so wholeheartedly damaging 
And um, so that's what these podcasts are all, all about. So I'm here for you. I am here and I show up and it's all your amazing comments and your reviews that really do keep me going. So if you haven't written a review yet and you are getting something out of these podcasts, please, please, please feel free to give me a five-star five review if that's how you feel or just write so that other people can find us. So write a little comment, write something there, or even write me directly. I would love your suggestions. I love your feed forward. I love any input because I want to feel like you're, I do feel like you're in my living room. Like I'm talking to you across from my desk here, but I love hearing from you. And, and if you're not yet in our private support group, Facebook support group, I invite you to join us there. We have a whole community of amazing humans that are struggling well, that are there to support each other. And I'm in that group actively a lot as well. So I would love for you to join us there. So, okay, let's jump into today's episode. Can you really boost your mood from walking is that even possible? Can you reduce your stress from walking? Now, I was a huge and am a huge advocate of walking. I love it. I walk on my treadmill desk. I do my work while walking. Um, we have so many opportunities to manage our stress well and to boost our mood. Now, when you are having the stress of the ups and downs of being with someone with an addiction, or in my case, to lose someone to addiction, one of the best things we can do actually is walking. Like not just for the benefits of the exercise benefits on our physical body and the weight management benefits of walking, there are so many other benefits for walking. So many people walk as a form of safeguarding their mental health, as a form of spiritual well-being even, more than just our physical fitness, right? So can walking really boost your mood? And can it really help us deal with life stress? It 100% can. And it can even help us deepen relationships, so let's jump into today's episode and find out about the science behind walking and why it is so beneficial that we can walk away our stress, essentially. So walking can help relieve stress. Walking gives us time to think. Walking allows us to get away from the stressors, from the typical stressful environment that we might be in. It's so beneficial for breathing in air and just feeling your body move and just being in the present moment, which is a natural form of stress release. So there's even a study that was published in 2018 that showed that even a short bout of walking lasting only like 10 minutes can improve your mood when compared to no activity at all. So research also noticed that a short bout of meditation has the same effect. So I combine the two, like I see walking as sometimes a form of meditation, just being totally present in the moment. So science has also shown that other ways that walking can relieve the stress. And I think I need to do a side note here. You are undoubtedly having so much stress in relation to loving someone with an addiction. 
that this is why to safeguard your mental health, this is why managing your stress is a form of self-care. It's a form of regaining your power and your strength. And that's why this is so essential. And we often will focus on ways that we can safeguard our mental health. And today we're just addedly focused on the idea of self-care and safeguarding our mental health and stress relief. And now we're talking chronic activation of stress. That happened to me when I loved, when I was in the muck, when I was with my addicted loved one, uh, the ups and downs and the stress. I remember going and working and just thinking, I can't even focus on the what people are saying in front of me because I was so stressed out, worried about my addicted loved one. So that is so common. I just want to offer you that common humanity. The amount of stress that comes from loving someone with an addiction is profound. And so that's why today's episode is on one method that can really help us safeguard our mental health through stress management, through managing the distress, the chronic activation of stress. So back to it, like the the more research has also shown that stress can relieve, sorry, walking can relieve stress because it helps us to just take a break. It's almost like putting a pause on the very thing that might be getting, causing stress, creating a stressful environment that can really be a wonderful time to just hit the pause button, take a little break, create a little distance between you and the stress causing environment or situation. And it can help you just hit that pause button, even if it's a 10 minute walking break or 15 minute walking break, whatever you have, taking a break with walking is um, incredible for boosting your mood, shifting your mood, and also for relieving stress. It also loosens us up, right? So we carry tension in our muscles. We carry tension in our shoulders and getting out and walking the, the correct posture of just standing up tall is amazing to help us sort of unknot those muscles that maybe we're feeling really strained in. Maybe it helps to help with relaxation of our shoulders and our neck. And, you know, just by walking helps to loosen things up a little bit, which is so profound. Now, one of the other amazing, amazing benefits and the relief of stress, by the way, it's Friday and I was up really late. I just came back from a trip. And um, so if I'm getting tongue tied, I am so sorry. <laughs> uh, it just happens to me when I'm tired, it's hard to focus and it's Friday, but yay. All right. So the other thing is it helps to get you out of your head. So it helps you take a break from those internal worries. Now, I don't know about you, but often, even still, it's been three years since I've been with my addicted loved one. And I remember just being in my head, ruminating, thinking about what if scenarios, thinking about what I need to be doing if this happens. Like The reason we do that often is because there's so much unpredictability that comes from loving someone with an addiction that we get in our head and we're trying to figure things out. We're trying to analyze situations. We're worried. We're what if thinking. We're we're just, uh, our brain just keeps going and going. So that's rumination as well as worry. And it makes sense that you're doing that, of course. But getting out for a walk allows you to take a break from your internal worries. It allows you to get out of your head and into the present moment. So you can observe the environment around you. You can enjoy the trees. You can enjoy the flowers, maybe the birds, gardens, the sky, whatever it is, just strolling, right? Can really help you get out of that head, movement, walking. 
And it's so powerful. The other thing is it helps you to reconnect with your physical body. So also helping you get out of your head, right? So you're thinking um, about, you know, from your head to your toe, you're thinking about your walking, you're thinking about the movements, right? And you can notice how your body is carrying you along as you walk. And as you're walking, you just tap back into your body. Maybe you connect to your breathing, your breath work um, as an additional support to help you get out of your head, right? So so you can work uh, like alongside with your body and just tap back into your shoulders, relaxing them, your arm swing, the nice gentle movement in your legs. So it's reconnecting with your body as well. Okay. So the huge benefit, obviously, of going for a nice walk for stress relief and boosting your mood is that it kind of breaks us away from the monotony or the patterns or um, maybe even some triggered stress eating. It can help us move away from that. I know oftentimes I would turn to comfort food or I would turn to a glass of wine to help me manage my stress. But walking is a really good way that burns calories and it also is powerful to help us move away from other forms of numbing or distraction. And so get up and moving is really, really crucial and helps us on so many levels manage our stress. The other thing that walking does, it gives us time to think. So all those times that I've gone for walks, it's amazing how I get a fresh new perspective on things, or I just, you know, move out of my head and, and I just move into thinking you know, just gently, just letting my thoughts roll in, just spectating them. It allows us to just gain some perspective, I find. So it gives us time to think from a perspective that's, you know, stepping away from the stress of life and allows for blood flow actually to increase to our brain. So it actually allows us to think better when we walk and allows us to think and it taps into the more logical portion of our brain. So it gives us all that time to consider different aspects of the potential struggles that come from loving someone with an addiction. So it gives us a perspective, a different perspective and different things to consider, um, you know, when we're in a different environment, when we're walking and allows us to be a little more creative, see what's possible for ourselves and maybe even allow solutions to flow more easily. So the other thing that walking is good for is if you go with a friend or you pick up the phone, you call your friend while you're about to go for a walk. I know what I do is sometimes I would just like pick up the phone. I still do this and call my sister because she can talk for hours. So it's amazing that before I know it, I've walked all the way up my street and all the way back, which is seven kilometers. And I'm still talking to my sister by the time I get back. <laughs> and so it's amazing. So you can talk and laugh and just connect with other people and have that companionship with which is a great distraction that allows you to, you know, move away from the things that maybe are causing you stress from the very thing and, and worrying and rumination when that often comes with loving someone with an addiction. So it almost lets, gives you a form of entertainment and brings out, you know, those positive emotions um, and, and allow yourself to have fun and enjoy that, that companionship. The other thing that I loved about walking is it allowed me to vent. I would sometimes just go on a, a 
walking rage where I'm just like, you know, I would power walk and I would just get out the frustrations and think I'm so frustrated with this. This is how this is making me feel. And I would, I would say, I'm feeling sad about this and it makes sense that I'm sad and how dare you. And I would go on a rage vent. And it was so great because the walking allowed me to process that stress and allowed me to process what's causing the stress. And it also offered me emotional support. It also offered me the opportunity to to be aware of my emotions without just shoving them under the carpet and recognizing, oh my gosh. And it's amazing that you almost talk yourself through those emotions. So whether you're venting in your own brain by yourself while you're walking or with a, a, a beloved friend or someone who um, you can confidently talk with um, is just so powerful, right? You don't even have to necessarily solve the problem. Um, sometimes it's just so great to get those those emotions out. So the other thing is that when we are stressed, we can sometimes have tunnel vision or narrowing of our thoughts, or we might do storytelling, or we might do fortune telling where we're predicting the future, which, or where, you know, that sometimes when we shift the perspective and we go for a walk, it's amazing how as we talk and we walk and we walk and we talk, we're observing kind of what's going on around us. And um, it allows us to shift our perspective. It kind of shifts us and takes us out of sort of our own problems and brings us out into the world. Um, so it can widen our vision and help us just to have a little more positive emotions around things and just um, put things in perspective. The other thing, of course, is walking lowers our blood pressure and stress, distress is, uh, is uh, causes a higher blood pressure potentially. And it causes us to go into the stress response because of the corticosteroids, cortisol, epinephrine, narrowing of the artery, the blood vessels rather. And then it causes um, our digestion to shut down. So there's so many health benefits of managing this stress distress and walking is known to help process distress and help us lower our blood pressure. And so walking is a major part of stress relief, right? It really does help us, especially stepping out into the natural environment is so effective for stress relief. And that can even benefit us in urban settings. Walking even benefits us if it's on the treadmill even. So of course, of course, you know, you want to make sure that you're choosing a walking method that feels great for you or um, almost anyone can walk, right? Or even just moving your legs or some sort of movement, swinging your arms, if that's not a possibility for you. So walking boosts your mood and relieves depression. And this has been scientifically shown. And you know, I'm obsessed with positive psychology and that's my, that's my training. And um, a lot of science has confirmed this, that walkers really can enhance our heart rate variability. It can help our heart learn how to, um, you know, to, to meet the demands, but also return back to a base level. Walking has is natural. It's literally what our bodies are wired to do. Our bodies are not, we're not really wired to drive and sit in parking lots or sit in traffic and drive to work. We're meant to walk. And so it's a really wonderful thing that can help us ben benefit us on so many levels, right? And so Adding regular walking to your um, to your day, even if it's ten minutes, has been known to increase 
um, endorphins. These are happy chemicals. It also increases dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin. By getting your brain to release more of these happy chemicals, like these endorphins, that we can have a natural better feeling, more positive emotions. We feel better. And, um, and we can do that naturally through walking. And of course, depression, um, is severely, very much linked to stress and high distress levels. And, um, depression is a serious thing. And, um, what we want to recognize is that walking is a really wonderful, natural way to enhance these amazing happy chemicals or neurotransmitters and endorphins that really can make us feel better. It can boost our mood. And science has proven this, even from a 10-minute walk or a movement of your body, right? And so there is even a study, I think it was in 2015, that found that walking in the natural environment reduced rumination and anxiety substantially, and so that's amazing, right? If we know we can just pop it into nature, it'll decrease rumination, uh, which is our brains going off on the worry tangent. And also it, it reduces anxiety. All right. So, so many, many benefits associated with walking. And there are so many powerful benefits to help us manage our stress, our distress. It can help us to feel calm. So feeling calm can literally be a few steps away and it can be so powerful for us. And so walking can be done by yourself. It can be done um, with a partner. It can be done with a, fr a trusted friend. Uh, whatever it is, you can call a friend on the phone, you can create a walking group. Um, it is so powerful. I really do invite you to use walking as a wonderful instrumental tool as one of your modes for managing distress, for managing that chronic activation. And I just really, really know that it helped me tremendously. It boosts, it always boosts my mood. It it makes me feel so much better, especially when I'm stressed. And so I just thought that this was a good uh, episode just to help, you know, take back your power, regain your strength. And just maybe if it's something you forgot about, or maybe it's something that you know, you always feel good. Think about when you come back from a, a nice, fresh walk, how good you feel the first step is just getting those running shoes on or just getting those shoes on and just getting out there and then go for a little walk. Even if it's 10 minutes, I have a client It's so funny. He's, um, uh, my other career is basically helping people write and publish books. And one of my clients, he's he's a lawyer and he also has his master's in applied positive psychology. So he's done a lot of schooling. And one of the things that he does and his, um, it was like a requirement while he was doing his master's is that every hour he had to go for a 10 minute walk. Every hour, no matter what, he had to set a timer and go for a 10 minute walk. And he's like, this is crazy. I'm not going to be able to do it. And he said that that was the, the thing that got him through all his studies. That was the thing that helped manage his stress. That was the very thing that helped him not feel anxious about all his training and education. So I invite you to give it a try, you know, is to get out there if you can. I mean, we don't have to necessarily do every hour, but if you need a little boost in mood, just go for a nice stroll, go for a nice walk, maybe a power walk to manage some frustration if you need to. Whatever it is for you, I really invite you to give it a try and you'll be amazed at how there 
we can literally walk away our stress. We can walk away our anxiety. We can walk away and we can find calm. It's just a few steps away. (laughs) So I hope that was helpful. I just thought I'd do a little bonus episode here. And um, I know that it's something that so powerfully helped me and still helps me uh, manage my stress and, and helps me in many, many ways. So that's it, my friends. Thank you so much for being here. And I wish we were meeting under different circumstances, but of course I'm sending you huge hugs and love. Thank you for listening. If you want additional support, you can head on over to our website at savingyouiskillingme.com where we have a wonderful, supportive, compassionate community. We are here for you. You are not alone. We also have a private Facebook group and Instagram feed called Saving You Is Killing Me, Loving Someone With An Addiction. Be sure to subscribe here so you get the latest episodes. And of course, share this with your community and your support groups or anyone that's going through this struggle so we can all work together to take our lives back and restore joy. Thank you so much for joining me, not only today, but week after week. Although I wish we were meeting under different circumstances, I'm so grateful that I get to show up for you and share these episodes so that we can go on this journey together. Until next week, sending hugs.